Hello and welcome to Music Maker San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and their music, brought to you by the Songwriter Support Group Workshop and Performance at Amplified Studios, the third Thursday of each month. I'm your host, Gary Lee. My guest today is Elizabeth Bowersox. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for having me. I had the chance to check out a part of your set at a recent gig outside the Hotel Dell at the taco stand there. Um, you sounded great, by the way. Thank you. Um, do you play there often? Well, there's a funny story about that. <laughs> I love funny stories. <laughs> the first time you saw me play there, that was my first time playing oh, it there. Was. That was Memorial Day weekend. And I was getting over a cold, and I'd never played out there. And um, so I played there two more times. And then after the third time, they actually let me go. Oh, really? Yeah. So Did they give you a good reason for it? Um. Not really. <laughs> they said, we're looking for someone more upbeat. And I. it's weird because I feel like I usually market myself as an upbeat, energetic, um, high-tempo musician. And uh -huh. that was the reason they gave me. And so I just said, all right, it's not a good match and move on and find another gig. So, um, yeah, I won't be playing there anymore, actually. <laughs> Interesting, because you got a great um, reception from the people that yes. were there. You know, yeah. I mean, people were enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, the people in line at the taco stand were enjoying it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. How does it feel when you play restaurants and, and situations like that where people are uh, occupied eating, drinking, yeah. um, and not paying attention? These people seem to really be paying attention to yes. you. Yes. So how, how, how does it feel when you play gigs like that? When people are paying attention to When me? they aren't paying attention. When they are not? Yeah. Um, How does it affect you? I try to entertain myself. I try to make it about myself being entertained. Um, if people aren't paying attention to me, I don't know. It's not the best feeling. Like when I end a song and there's like no no clapping or no like acknowledgement, it's like, eh. But it's kind of like the name of the game, you know? It's just kind of how it is. It's not right. like a concert that people pay tickets for. It's like they're going to get their Baja fish taco and like, <laughs> you know, hang out with their with their aunt and uncle who they haven't seen in 15 years. You know, like people are just there to talk. And so I try not to let it affect me, but more focus it on, well, how am I improving my my art and my music. So that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. Some people have told me it's, it's, it's okay. It's kind of like a practice session. Oh for yeah. You. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to ask, it's one of the first things that came to mind when I first looked you up. Any relation to the American Idol season nine runner up Crystal Bauer socks? Yes. There is really? Yes. Wow. She's like my 12th cousin. <laughs> She's like my very distant cousin. <laughs> yeah. We've never met. Um, but I remember when I was still like at home. I think I must have been in middle school when she was on American Idol. Um, yeah, we, I remember watching the audition with my parents and being like, "Bower socks? Are you, what?" <laughs> um, so we, my act, my grandmother's actually like our family genealogist, and so she has access to like all of the family tree. And she looked it up, and yeah, she's like literally my twelfth cousin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was great on the on uh, American Idol. She blew me away. Oh, I wanted I her to win. I know, runner up. I don't even remember who she won, who she lost to. I I forgot who the the winner was that that year. Um, where were you born? Uh, here in San Diego. Oh, you're a San Diego native. Mm -hmm. A rare thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're becoming increasingly rare. <laughs> um, were you into music at an early age? Yes. Um, I was always singing. 
Um, I would make videos with, like, my dad's VCR camera um, in my room. I was actually more interested in musical theater growing up, and um, uh, that's how I kind of started my musical journey. I auditioned for, like, a summer theater arts camp. In Ramona, there there weren't a lot of musical opportunities, so we had to drive down the hill. Um, we found a, pl- a church in Rancho Bernardo that did the summer theater arts camp, and was like 10 probably when I started that and then they had like a musical the following fall and it was Annie and I loved Annie I knew all the songs and I auditioned and wanted to be the star to be girl who like she wants to be the star in New York and I auditioned and the cast list came out and they cast me as Annie so I kind of that's where I started when I was like 10 or 11 and that's when I got into voice lessons so that I could sound good for the show and that's your voice lessons too yes about that time was when I when I started like performing in front of people like Mm -hmm. that that's when I I got started on lessons anyone else in your family playing instruments sing or write My brother, my oldest brother, Matthew, um, he's an amazing guitar player. He was really influenced by, like, Bob Dylan. I remember when he was in high school—he's nine years older than me. So when I was in high school—or when he was in high school, I remember him jamming with with his friends, like, in the bedroom, and it was really loud, and they had the harmonica and the tambourine, and— Yeah, so he he actually played—he got married a couple years ago, and he played A Hard Day's Night by the Beatles um, at his, like, own wedding reception. So, yeah, yeah, pretty much just him, though. Um, My mom sang in choir. Crystal Bower socks. Of course, family, yes, she is family. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My mom's mom, so my my grandmother um, plays piano. She's a beautiful, like, classical pianist, so, um, yeah. Did you go to many concerts when you were younger? Concerts? No. It was it was literally just theater. Musical theater. Never went to any operas until a bit later, but um, I wasn't really aware of, like, the rock guitar scene because I, I was a singer. I couldn't even imagine, like, playing guitar ever. Like, when I grew, was growing up, I'm like, there's no way. So I just really focused on singing. Well, now you play guitar. Now I play guitar. You play guitar. guitar. Um, you're going to be playing guitar for your performance today. I know you mm-hmm. also play the electric guitar mm-hmm. and keyboard. When did you first pick up the guitar and why the guitar? So I graduated from my college in 2020, in May of 2020, which is historically the the time of the, the pandemic times. Um, I moved back to San Diego and I was out in La Jolla with my friends getting a drink and food, and there was a guy playing guitar and singing at the restaurant we were at, and I was looking around, and I'm like, this guy's actually working. This is a working musician during the pandemic, because in my world, I came from, like, the opera world, and nothing was happening. There was—everything got shut down, but what was happening was outdoor musicians were playing at restaurants, and I'm like, I want to do that. So I— like networked with him and he kind of helped me get on my way and that's when I picked up guitar was about like September well it was like December 2020 um so it's only been a couple years of guitar playing do you remember the first song you learned to play on the guitar it it's slow burn by Casey Musgraves oh wow yeah nice it's a good one um what's your instrument of choice voice voice. It is an instrument. (laughs) Aside from that. Um, Guitar. Yeah. 
Uh, I read that a, a style evolution began for you during COVID. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Well, as I was saying, I started in musical theater and opera. So I was when I was like young, my high school years, musical theater, took a voice lesson where the teacher said, I think you might have an operatic voice in there somewhere. So let's figure that out. So we did. And then I just fell in love with opera and I auditioned for music school at University of Colorado Boulder. I got in and my degree is in uh, vocal performance. And so I was singing opera and art song. And then when I graduated and that wasn't happening in my life, I picked up guitar and kind of started working on more pop, pop rock, indie, indie rock. And it kind of just like a huge like pivot from where I was going, like my trajectory just pivoted. And I, I say that it's the pandemic because otherwise I would have still been living in Colorado and maybe doing opera chorus and maybe get my master's in opera. But now I'm here in San Diego playing guitar and singing rock songs. Well, we're happy for that. <laughs> um, you're going to play three of your original songs for yes. us today. Tell us about the first one. Yes. Okay. So this is called Makeshift Magic Show. Um, I wrote this song... Kind of what I like to do is I take life experiences and then I like blow them up, like exaggerate them a lot. So pretty much all of my songs are like a little bit of me, but also kind of like a collection of like enhanced experience. So this is about a guy who I felt like I could trust, but in the end he turned out to be not so trustworthy. So it's kind of got that like magic aspect to it. And um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to play. magic Do I know how it feels I can't decide if it's fiction or it's real Is this magic Do I know what it's like Delusions of grandeur throughout the night If it all goes to plan a card in the hand oh, 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 oh. Welcome to the makeshift magic show It's time to question everything you know Should we just be friends? Cause I'm in so deep I just can't see the end Are we lovers? And is it meant to be? Your smoke and mirrors played their trick on me If it all goes to plan 
a card in the hand. Oh, 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 oh. welcome to the makeshift magic show. It's time to question everything you know. He's gone in a flash, but he keeps on coming back. I'm casting a spell, but a good magician never tells. How do you think your involvement in musical theater, how do you think that helped you uh, to get where you are today musically? Probably the technique it takes to sing shows for long periods of time, like just the stamina. I think since starting at age 10 and just being in show after show after show, whoops, show after show after show, you you learn the training you need to make it through that whole show without vocally burning out um so my lessons and i think starting as like a belter like a musical theater belter really set me up to be able to sing pop and rock because if i was just this is my assumption if i was just in choir and just singing like soprano in the choir or focused on that i might not have the the skill or the technique to make it through three hour gigs or four hour gigs um, and as a solo artist, when I'm just up there on my own, I have to, I'm, I'm the only one up there making, making any sound. So, right. um, yeah, I would say like the, the vocal training of just being able to like sing for that long. So you would call yourself a, a pop rock performer? I would, I would say so. That's yeah. how you classify your music? I think so. It's kind of like something I've been waffling on for the past couple of years, especially with writing my originals, kind of like trying to say, what genre am I? What's my niche? But I try to like take that pressure off because I don't really need to be anything. But when people ask me, well, what what kind of music do you sing? I'm like, I sing everything. I sing, I sing music. I sing, yeah, I sing music. I sing loud. I sing soft. <laughs> I sing high. I sing low. Um, but I, I think generally I like to, I gravitate towards more of like the belty rock um, sound, maybe country even. I think I have a little bit of country in my tone. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people that I've spoken to uh, don't like to label their music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's music is music. But like you say, you will get that question from yeah. time to time. How would you classify, especially when you're looking for a gig? Exactly, yeah. Uh, who are some of your favorite songwriters? Oh, man. Um, I used to not like Taylor Swift, but... <laughs> I do like Taylor Swift now. I usually it's the other way around. 
<laughs> that you like her and then you and start then you don't yeah like yeah it. yeah. Um I think she's a great storyteller. I also really like um Boy Genius, specifically like Phoebe Bridgers and her storytelling. Um kind of like making making something so simple as like a black hole opened in my kitchen, all the clocks are a different time. It it really influences like my songwriting to be like let's pick a very specific thing and like elaborate on it. Um, I like Julia Jacqueline. She's an indie artist. Um, I like this band called Tennis. They're a husband and wife duo out of Denver. They're like an indie pop, maybe like dream pop band. Um, yeah, I've, I listen to all kinds of music. I love music. Music, I live and breathe it. <laughs> of, the, of those songwriters, who would you say influenced you the most? What influences your songwriting the most? Now I'm starting to think of Casey Musgraves She's as someone that I I forgot to add to that first first one, but probably her, Julia Jacqueline, and a little little sprinkling of Taylor Swift, probably. If somebody comes up to you after a show and tells you how a song resonated with them, what yeah. is what does that do for you? How does oh that affect goodness. you moving forward? It, it encourages me to just keep going and keep writing. And this happened to me at Del Coronado the second time I played there. I played Makeshift Magic Show, and this woman came up to me, and she said, my husband was a magician, and he just recently passed away, and I'm here, like, on a girl's trip with my best friend, you know, just, like, soaking in those emotions, and she's like, your song resonated with me because it was like he was speaking to her through me. Mm. And we were both like crying because <laughs> I, I believe, I totally believe in, in that um, power. It's very powerful. And when someone comes up and says, yeah, that song resonated with you, it's just like, I, I, I can't not keep going and keep trying to pursue this. It lights so. a fire. Yes, it does. Uh, you're listening to Music Makers San Diego. I'm talking with Elizabeth Bowersox today. What is the next song you're going to perform for us? This is 4th of July. Magic when we touch like so enchanting 
teach me something new like I've never done this Pull me into you and ask me for a kiss Rhythm, drums and bass, guitar, they fill the air Lightning in my bones when I feel you start to care Before you go, I just want you to know I don't want to say goodbye, boy You always seem to catch my eye Fireworks between us like Fourth of July I don't want to leave you here Yeah, there's something in this atmosphere Magic when we touch like so enchanting talk about your songwriting. When did you uh, write your first song? Do you remember what it was, what it was about? Um, that song I just played, I think, was my second song I, I ever wrote. Um, I had just been getting onto, like, the open mic scene, and, you know, obviously I met some boy that I thought, <laughs> you know, oh, he plays music, I play music, <laughs> um, and kind of just used that experience as... I'm going to try writing my own song. Um, and yeah, that song has become kind of a staple in my set. Um, my parents really like that song. They always request me to sing that one <laughs> at the shows that they come to. So, um, what, what motivates you or inspires you to write? What I can't say in like spoken words, I think the music helps me say it um, through a song. I'm 25 and... I feel like I'm at that point in my life where I I feel like I want to focus on myself and not romance or love. Um, and so I think the, the songwriting is helping me kind of like find myself in that. Um, sometimes I write about love and romance, but I think mostly it's about it's about me and like understanding who I am through my music. 
I know a lot of songwriters consider songwriting a form of therapy. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's the same with it you. It is the same. <laughs> uh, when do you know? When do you know that you've written a good song? When do you know it's time to stop? <laughs> <laughs> um, something that I've found myself in a, in a lot of my songs is I sit down and I write it. I like bang it out all at once. And a couple I'll come back to, but mostly the song takes its shape and form like in that moment. Um, so if I like the verse and the chorus and it it sounds good <laughs> to my ear, usually I'm like, all right, that's it. Um, I'm so new at songwriting and I haven't, I haven't taken a class, I haven't done any workshops, but um, I would be interested in like expanding my songwriting horizons. Um, but for me, usually it's like, it all happens at once. It all comes out at once. So very rarely do you put a song on the back burner and come back to it at, at a later time? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. All, all done right there. Yeah. That, that one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And and how long, I mean, I'm sure it varies, but typically uh -huh. how long does it take you to, to write mean, a song? Maybe like an hour or two. Yeah. It usually, ha I'm like sitting on my bed or I'm on the couch. Um, but as I've, progressed in like my career I can write I have like more content <laughs> from my head that I can make <laughs> into songs so I feel like the process it's kind of like snowballing like I used to only write one or two songs every like half a year but now I feel like I'm writing a lot more as I'm playing more and and understanding like my genre as Elizabeth and not like cover music you know I'm writing more songs at a faster rate and and you mentioned how you write songs are about you uh, some love, some romance, but yeah. more about you. So then it's from personal experience. Yes. And then like, I like to kind of blow it up. So I like romanticize it. Like that last song, like fireworks and magic. And I felt those things, but like, I like to kind of blow it up a little bit. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the third song you're going to play for us. <sighs> this is called She Devil. And... I have it out on all streaming platforms. So it's the first song I ever put out um, to the world. And this song came very like quickly, naturally to me. I was singing some open mics and I wanted something that could really show off like my vocal range, my specifically my belting. And I kind of wanted it to, I wanted to take on this persona of like a she-devil, like because I think it kind of parallels my life a little bit <laughs> with with the guys um, being like, you better be careful with me because I might break your heart. Um, and so that's what this song is about, uh, essentially.
Got a great voice. Thank you. I really like it. Very powerful. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, how can people find out more about you? How can they find out where you're playing and where can they get your music or listen to your music? Yes. All right. So the best place to find out what I'm doing is my Instagram. Uh, it's at Elizabeth.bowersocks. And I also have a gig town. Um, I have a Hapnin, Hapnin SD. Um, they post all of my gigs. Um, I send my gigs into them, they post, and then also on my um, Instagram, every month I set out like my gig schedule for what's upcoming, um, post on my story, and if you like She Devil, you can listen to it on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and the sorts, and I'd love to stay connected with you all if you'd like to um, chat some more, bowersocksbooking at gmail.com. That's my email. <laughs> um, and thank you so much for the opportunity. It was really, really fun talking to you. Uh, it was fun as well yeah. on my end. Elizabeth, thank you so much yes, for being you. on the show today. A pleasure meeting you. And again, really enjoyed talking with you and listening to your music. And I hope to see you out and about performing again somewhere sometime soon. All right. Thank you. That does it for another episode of Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and their music. Brought to you by the Songwriter Support Group Workshop and Performance at Amplified Studios the third Thursday 
of each month. More info is on our Instagram page. Until next time, I'm Gary Lee. Have a good one.